I wonder what it is that brings you great joy. Or, if you struggle to think of that, what makes you happy? What makes you happy? It's a real question, and I'm going to ask you now, just for a minute or two, just where you're sitting, just turn around and just chat with one or two people. If somebody's on their own, just say, just tell them what makes you happy. What gives you joy? Uh, the, the thing that makes my boys really happy is um, Arsenal, their football team, winning, winning a, a, a championship. Or it, it may be cats or, or, or children, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> Could be um, a really great meal. Um, it, it, it could be a, a performance or, or a glass of cool beer on, on a hot day, whatever one of those is. <laughs> Have you noticed that we praise what brings us joy? We praise what brings us joy. They played such flowing football, it was beautiful to watch. The cat is so cute. Look at my photos of it. The, that steak was outstanding. That performance was brilliant. This beer is so, it is just so refreshing and amazing. We praise what brings us joy. So why do the shepherds praise God? Just have a moment. I'm not going to ask you to talk about this. Just have a moment thinking that one through yourself. Why do the shepherds praise God? I, I'm going to suggest uh, three things. The shepherds praise God because they've been given meaning, they've been given hope, and I think they praise God because they have met with him, and that gives them joy. They've been given meaning. The angels had come to them, and so they knew that they mattered to God. And for people who were despised and marginalised, which is at worst what the shepherds were, at best they were ordinary people doing the night shift, that must have come as an amazing revelation. The angels had come to them and they mattered to God. God had come to them. Secondly, <coughs> they had been given hope. They knew, because of what the angels said, that God had sent them in Jesus a saviour and a lord. I wonder how they lived the rest of their lives, knowing that the baby that they had seen in Bethlehem was the saviour and the lord. Did they follow his career? I'm not quite sure how they would do that in days when there was no VK or Facebook, or newspapers. 
they would have probably kept an eye on him quite literally for the first couple of years in Bethlehem and maybe gone out of their way to support his parents. They would certainly have known of another night in Bethlehem when the soldiers came and slaughtered the little children. Maybe they even lost their own children in that night. And when they heard the soldiers say that they were looking for a king, they must have made in their mind some connection with Jesus. But he and his parents had simply disappeared. And then what? Thirty years of silence. Maybe when they had to obey orders issued by the local kings and rulers, they thought secretly, but there is another king. And we know that somewhere out there, there is someone who is alive, who is coming to save us. They may not have known how or from what, but they do know that he will bring peace and he will be king. And they know that because the angels told them. And maybe they continued to tell people of the night when the angels appeared, of what was said and for how they went to see the baby Jesus. But I guess as the years went by and nothing happened, maybe they spoke less and less of the events of that night. And for those who were still alive when Jesus began his ministry 30 years later, would they have connected this man doing amazing stuff, saying incredible things with the child born in Bethlehem? And would the hope have again begun to be aroused in them? And if they connected Jesus the baby with Jesus the man, and remember there were quite a few people with the name of Jesus at the time, so it wouldn't have been obvious. I wonder what they made of the crucifixion. Hope is a funny thing. When the angels first appeared to the shepherds and they saw the baby Jesus, their hope must have been up there. And then over the years, as nothing happened, their hope must just have dropped down. And then they began to see maybe Jesus and his ministry and their hope must have gone up. He's beginning it. He's beginning it. And then he was crucified and the hope dropped right down. And then they began to hear rumours of the resurrection. I guess that one of the reasons the shepherds praise God is because they've been given hope. But thirdly, I think the third reason they praise God is they knew what they had suspected for many years, that God existed. They saw the evidence with their eyes, the angels had come to them, and they went to Bethlehem and found out that what the angels said was true. Do you notice it's not just simply the fact that the baby has been born in Bethlehem, it's not simply the fact that the baby is wrapped in swaddling clothes. That would have been fairly normal. What was very unusual about this baby was the fact that he was laid in a manger. 
in a, in a cow shed, in a cattle feeding trough. But more than that, I suspect they were filled with joy, not just because they knew that God existed, but because he had met with them. Or at least on that holy night, he had come very close to them. And like many people who have become Christians, who have encountered God, who have heard him speaking to them, not necessarily as dramatically as the shepherds, but who have been touched by joy, they cannot stop speaking of God and they cannot stop praising him. I remember one man, Steve, many years ago when I was in North London, in a parish in North London, and Steve became a Christian. He got really hit by God. And Steve could not stop speaking of Jesus. In fact, Steve became a real bit of a pain <laughs> because he spoke about Jesus so much. But it was just that he was so filled because he had met with him. Why, my friends, do we find it so easy to praise a meal or a football team or a cat which bring us fleeting joy, and yet we find it so difficult to praise God, who is the eternal joy giver. Of course, we praise him when we come to church on Sundays. We say the words. We praise him when we say our prayers during the week. We praise him when we pray the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. And don't despise that, even if much of the time you find that you are just saying the words that you are speaking. You see, we're speaking truth. And often when we declare the truth, particularly about God, that truth comes and lives in us and transforms us, so that in time we feel what we declare. I often find that when I sing songs or hymns, in my own prayer time. And as C.S. Lewis said, we worship God today as a duty in the hope that we will worship him freely and with great joy tomorrow. But why do we find it so hard to praise our God as naturally as we might praise a theatre performance? Is it because we have set our meaning and our hope in the things of this world? Is it because we are looking to find our significance in what others say about us and not what God says of us? Is it because we're looking for hope in the things that bring us delight in this world? Of course we should praise the things that bring us joy here and now. Please, and this is something that I think is really important for us as a community, please learn to be people of praise. Please learn to say thank you and to go on saying thank you. Praising people, saying thank you for people, saying that was brilliant, supporting and encouraging. If you don't feel like doing it, go out of your way to make yourself do it. If you can't praise the physical, how can we begin to learn to praise the spiritual?
But I suspect that it is as we begin to realise just how fleeting and shallow the things of this world are, and just how real and solid the things of that world are, that we will begin to discover that our real joy does not come from things here, but from things there. And when, by the power of the Holy Spirit at work in us, that happens, we may ponder like Mary, but we will also praise like the shepherds. Father God, would you please give us that spirit of praise to give you thanks and praise for all the blessings that you have given to us. In Jesus' name, amen.